The buzz of the alarm surprises me, as it always does. 6 a.m. comes too soon. I've been off for a few days and never go to bed early enough before a first shift back. That's the problem with being a night owl at heart. I lie in bed and think, what if I just don't go in today at all? I consider it, then realize how much the nurses I work with would hate me if I didn't show up. I close my eyes one last time, though. It feels good to float in the warm darkness. Arthur, my husband, asleep next to me. There won't be any floating once I hit the hospital floor. I'll have drugs to deliver, intravenous lines to tend, symptoms to assess, patients in need of comfort, doctors who will be interested in what I have to say, and others who won't, and my fellow RNs, who with a combination of snark, humor, technical skill, and clinical smarts, work like me to put our shoulders to the rock that is modern health care and every day push it up the hill. The memory of that effort comes back to me, keeping me in bed, but there's something else too, some feeling I don't want to own up to. It's why I'm hiding under the covers. I'm afraid. Afraid of that moment when the rock slips and all hell breaks loose. For me, it was the patient who started coughing up blood, and within five minutes was dead. Just like that. I've told the story many times, written about it, thought about it. Seven years later, it has gotten easier, but remembering it, I feel a flutter in my stomach, a tightening of my jaw. That day, the rock wrenched itself free, and until then I hadn't fully understood that we could completely lose control of a body in our care. It wasn't for lack of exertion. It was destiny, or fate, if you prefer, that tore the rock away from me. I had run after it hard and fast, doing CPR in scrubs splattered with blood and calling in the code team. Those professionals, usually from the ICU, trained for rapid responses, who try to rescue patients when they crash. The nurses and doctors did their best for this patient, but they couldn't save her. And in the end, a person who'd been alive and talking and laughing was living no more. I put that memory away. Get out of bed. It's early November and dark out, and I prepare for Pittsburgh's late autumn weather by pulling on riding tights and my wool sweater that proclaims ride like a girl. The sweater makes me feel young. Brushing my hair, I almost forget to put on my necklace, a small silver heart charm surrounded by the words I and you. The heart has the tiniest of rubies stuck in the center, so that when it catches the light it seems to glow with life, like a human heart. Arthur gave me the necklace for our anniversary a few years back. I reach behind my neck with both hands and secure the clasp, comforted by having a reminder of love in the hospital. As I move down the stairs, the house is hushed. Arthur remains asleep, as do our three children. I think about the sleeping kids, and a smile crosses my face. Our son is fourteen, our twin daughters eleven, all with variations on their dad's curly hair, the girls blonde, as I used to be too. None of them will get up for school until long after I'm gone. The dog doesn't even wake up with me in the morning, but the truth is I like it quiet like this. The warm blue of our cabinets and our pot rack in front of the kitchen window make me happy. In the silence of the morning, I take a mental snapshot of the kitchen as a dose of home.
Home is a vaccine against the stresses of nursing. Oh, food. I pick up a banana from our fruit bowl, peel it fast, and then eat it while drinking a glass of water. I should scramble eggs, toast bread, or even pour a bowl of cereal, but I don't get up early enough to do any of that. And anyway, I'm not hungry first thing in the morning. My mother tells me my eating habits around work are unhealthy. Uh Uh-huh, she's right, and the irony is not lost on me. But the shift starts at 7 a.m., and I'm never hungry until 9. I can't change that. Lunch? I grab a yogurt, an apple, slap together a turkey sandwich, light on the mayo, and stow it all in my bike bag. The cafeteria food all tastes the same to me, so I try not to buy my lunch. I see my reflection in the glass sliding door. Don't have my game face on yet. My blue eyes look wary, waiting.